Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there, podcast land, for the second time? Is your mic on this time? Yes. It is, yeah, I can confirm. (laughs) Yes. We... We're worried about Dan not unmuting us, and I've muted myself. <laughs> There's been many times I wish I had muted myself. So. I literally thought you were about to go, I, thought hey, he <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you were about to go, There's a lot of times I wish I could mute you, buddy. I was like, Dan. I mean, I, would, I thought it was would, shot fired, I man. I would out that savage. Good gracious. <sighs> That's a Hank and Mona shot at each other. <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> goodness gracious. So, what's happening? Hey, it was a Monday at school, you know. Yeah. That's Apparently, Mona was in the floor, couldn't get up. <laughs> and Dan. Both of y'all, yeah, both yeah, y'all we- gave floor stories today. <laughs> it's not uncommon for me to have issues getting up out of the floor, though. I know. Well, bless you that floor. age. It's very sad. Oh, don't even go there. <laughs> You're not that age. Just stop. I'm just apparently, running. I am. I can't get up off the floor and it hurts. Well, yeah, apparently, you got up. And you are now here and you drove your car home. You got out of the floor at some point. Okay. Eventually, I'm just sure. going to have the children lift me up and carry me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They'd love that. <laughs> oh, yeah. They would. Hey, so what's good in your lives? Let's just what's take a moment. Good? Yeah. So, hey, I want just for a moment, I want you to plug your, your, your um, blog and your um, SBCV thing. <laughs> Um, I haven't written on my blog in a while. What is it though? So they people, some might um, not know it. Filled to overflowing dot com. Is that it? I think so. I think so. <laughs> I know that's the name of it. I just couldn't remember if that's the what the address. Um, but I, I've been neglectful of it. Um, but I ha- do write on an almost monthly basis for the um, Southern Baptist. Conservatives of Virginia Women's Blog. That's a big long title. <laughs> Mouth um, there. I don't know what that at internet address is for that. Though. SBCV.org. Thank you. And find the women's blog. Um, and I contribute to that. So I write about once a month. So you sort of have to find it. Okay. But SBCV.org. There you go. Cool beans. Dan, what's what's up with you lately, buddy? I, I, I'm pretty boring compared to that. You know, <laughs> school started, which, believe it, despite my trouble getting off the floor, it's it's been good. I miss I missed all my kids and all that. So it's yeah, that's been exciting. Um, that's about it. Not a not a whole lot going on. Yeah. Um. But uh, you just preached. I uh, did just preach week before I, last. It, that that is correct. It seems like just yesterday. <laughs> <but> week <laughs> before last. Uh, no, it, and I tell you, I. The way I started off was absolutely true. The it's just good to be somewhere where those that are called are encouraged to to answer mm-hmm. that calling and, and to be obedient, and and that support. Is, and you know this personally. You know I ran for years and years from yep. it, and uh, I think that was kind of the deciding factor is is having that environment of support where you knew that. There were other people that that you could lean on. So mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely. Awesome. So yeah. So if you if you hadn't figured out, hey, I, I encourage you to go on our YouTube channel, Facebook. We'll link you there. Will mm-hmm. it not? So um, through the month of August, we're having all. Of, I call them my little preacher boys. 
which Dan said the other day that so he appreciated much. that. Um, they're preaching Sunday nights through August. You guys don't know how close I am to just turning over Sunday night to you guys. <laughs> I mean, attendance is up, yep. and, and people love, I mean, getting you guys opportunities, and that's what I want to do. I'm here, man, to pour into you guys and encourage you. We need biblical, godly preachers yep. Absolutely. Yep. that hold fast to the truth of God's Word. Yep. We don't need dudes that will stand up and say, well, I think. Mm-hmm. We need guys that will stand up and say, the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And so I, I believe we have that around here. You know, we've been blessed. I, I was talking to a member just the other day about it. Um, how many guys have been called to preach right. from from, from under my ministry? Mm-hmm. I believe um, there are seven mm-hmm. in 21 years. Right. That's incredible. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And let me go a step further. This church has a history of it. Mm-hmm. There have been uh, missionaries um, that were in Africa full-time, um, Pastors and evangelists that have come out years before I was here. So this church sort of, you know, if you look back through the history, man, that's a uh, pretty amazing that fact. Is, that is. And um, I just told, I, I think, I was asked, that we got in a conversation, why is it so many are coming out of Marion? Um, I just think it's like keeping it in front of you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think hardly a Sunday goes by that I don't mention that I'm praying for yes. pastors to come yes. or missionaries. That's where I'm still at, though. I'm still praying for that. Mm-hmm. I'm praying for a family to be called to full-time mission work mm-hmm. somewhere. And and that's that's where I, I want more, more preachers to come, evangelists. But I really, I pray that all the time. I can't, I can't say every day, but I pray it several times mm-hmm. um, a week. Um, because, man, I want to be a pipeline for God, yeah. just sending out people Well, and, and that, I think that's key also to why, you know, Marion's played a key part, just because you don't have this idea of holding them here all the time. No. It's, it's yeah. let's send them out to where God wants them to be. Yeah. Right. I, would, and, I, I was thinking the same thing, Dan, that he, that you pray for it, Hank, and you, um, are in tune with the Holy Spirit so that when, um, you know, when the Holy Spirit is working on someone's heart. And so, and then you can pray even more diligently mm-hmm. and you do. And so I think that that you're not just a, um, a preacher that stands up and says, somebody ought to go into the mission field. Mm-hmm. You actually get on your knees and pray for, for it. And that makes a big difference. Well, you, you got hard heads over there that <laughs> took several years. I kept going, Lord, is he ever going <laughs> to see what I see? <laughs> You know, <laughs> peer pressure does work from time to time, too. The I did not peer pressure you. You didn't think of me the I, other day, Dan. Don't oh. worry about it. <laughs> I did do that to you. You did. But I, but I appreciate it. I, no, I didn't peer pressure no, you. you. I spoke truth. Yes, you did. Well, and there is a difference. So, yes. so you and know, I spoke truth to you. I was too. About to say the difference is you're saying something that I, I've already yes. heard from God, but that I've just been too afraid to accept right and sometimes you do need that that confirmation from someone else that you trust being a pastor is not an easy 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 ministry right Right. i I didn't want to say task i didn't want to say job so you saw my mind working what because it's a ministry um because the moment you're in it for the money it's a job Mm -hmm. and you will not be as effective Mm -hmm. uh, ministry but just per mind your conversation which will just stay between us Mm -hmm. This is how I think more pastors ought to do it too. Is 
I just simply said, where do you see yourself? Yeah. Where is your calling really? Right. Now, I I knew it. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, You're just waiting I for other people to play catch up. Well, I, I, was, I was waiting for you. I was waiting for several guys. And I, and I was waiting for, I wanted Mona to admit mm. what I knew and I saw mm-hmm. and I discerned mm-hmm. about her. And she didn't hesitate. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you and the Holy Spirit. And <laughs> I will stand behind you and support you yep. 100%. Um, Probably to where I get on people's nerves. <laughs> because I know the potential of people. I do believe that is one of my spiritual gifts. That, you know, evangelism, evangelist. There is no such gift as evangelism. It's evangelist is a spiritual gift. Um, is encouragement, too. I want to see people be used for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's sort of the same way. And I know we're sort of tangentially way off from what we're going to be at. but works. A big word there, buddy. Tangential. Uh, it, it, it was a <laughs> so big. I gotta go look it up and see if it's real or not. <laughs> um, it's like when I when I first came to Marion, and, and everybody would say, "Well, we're just a small country church." I, I hate that. Yeah. And and some of you go, "Oh, I hate the strong word." I hate that because to me, you minimize the work a small country church, quote unquote, mm-hmm. can do for mm-hmm. the kingdom. I know of a church. I, I know of a church. I just can't think of the name of the church. It runs less than 75. It's planted 25 mm-hmm. churches. Wow. Yep. Yep. So it, because it's not about the size of the church, it's the size of your God that works in the church. Absolutely. Right. right. You know, so it's, it's the size of the God inside of you. Dan, can you preach without God? No. no can Hank absolutely. Meadows preach without God? No. Right. Can you do what we've talked about without God? No. <laughs> And the Holy Spirit working in you. Yeah. But for the person that opens himself up, right. God will do great mm-hmm. things. Yep. Now, now, I don't mean you're going to be a worldwide famous right. Right. preacher, but if heaven knows your name, what else right. you need to know? Absolutely. That's a good yeah. way to that's say that. Good. I like Absolutely. It. And that's yeah. from the Holy Spirit. Because yeah. I'm telling listen, most people are not going to be known outside of their little, oh, yeah. little yeah. area county. Mm-hmm. Most won't. Yeah. But if heaven knows mm-hmm. my name, yep. I don't care about the rest. Right. Yep. So, wow. I don't know why we felt the need to go there. Like that introduction. That was- <laughs> uh, find where you feel called yeah. and go do it in the power of the Holy Spirit. And that, uh, I, just real quick, I want to point out, though, that's something that, that a lot of people forget, and, and it's so important. Whatever you're called to be, that's that's your ministry, and you can have just as large of an impact on heaven through that yeah. as a pastor. Ever, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. don't feel like you have to be, uh, you know, if you weren't called in, into being a pastor, that you're like, oh well, I'll kick my heels up and, and just wait for heaven to come. No, you can have a, a, an impact on eternity if you're following the Holy Spirit. How many people remember the name of the guy who led Billy Graham to the Lord? Absolutely. Or the guy that led D.L. Moody to the Lord. Right. No. But the impact. The impact yeah. of just, I hate saying it like this, but just a Sunday school teacher. Yeah. I don't I don't really think Sunday school teachers understand the, the impact they can have. Right. Seriously. Mm-hmm. On the lives of, of, I'm not even saying children, everybody, adults mm-hmm. included. Yeah. You keep faithfully 
preaching the gospel, teaching the truth of the gospel throughout the Bible and keeping in front of them the gospel and keep in front of them the potential that they have, you can change the world. Yeah, absolutely. Because you never know. Mm -hmm. You said you heard Pastor Grant. Pastor Grant said it. You never know who you have. Well, it his was in regards to parenting. You never know who you have living in your house. Mm. Um, did Billy Graham's parents have any idea that he <laughs> what he would become? I, yeah. don't, I don't think so. Right. Um, and so, and then so carry that over then to the church. Do you never know who you have sitting in your mm. Sunday school class? Exactly. Um, but we take it for granted so right. often. So, right. Wow, that's some good truth. Yep. How many minutes we spend on that introduction? <laughs> we're, we're at 12 minutes now. We, we uh, got 18 left. But I'm going to tell you, that was good. And I don't know who that was for. Yeah. Yep. I don't believe the Holy Spirit does anything without a purpose. That's right. So I believe somebody listening needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. If you And listen, if you don't, I'm just going to be blunt. If you don't have a pastor that's encouraging you, reach out. We do have a website. We do. We have an email. We- <laughs> do, what, what's our website? <laughs> uh, www.marionbcva.com That's the church website We want the Mosaic of But you can reach out on the yeah. church website That's okay. pastor. That's, that's you can get me either way Yeah. Um, but seriously we will encourage you We will walk with you So alright It's com. That should be easy to remember Okay that should be easy There you go So seriously go on there And, <laughs> and listen it may not be anything more than just You want us to pray for you mm-hmm. And the decisions that you're you're feeling, um, being led by spirit, and, and that's look. We we'll sit here and we'll pray as as three believers, man, for you, absolutely. Um, on air, off air, right. you know, we'll we'll pray together. We'll make that promise. So if you need encouragement, man, just reach out. Yep, I, I'll I'll do anything I can to help you. I'm, nobody's trying to get you here, Mary, and I right where you're at, man. We can love on you and, and encourage you from there. Yep. Miss Mona can through email or, or pass it on to me, whatever. Anyway, all right. Back to you, sister. <laughs> so um so we're gonna um yes last week we read Matthew thirteen, forty four to forty six, and we pretty much talked about the parable of the hidden treasure where the kingdom of God is like a treasure hidden in a field. So today Um, We'll just read 45 and 46 and talk about um, the kingdom of heaven um, and what it says in that. And actually then sort of link the two. Um, Well, maybe just read 44. So, Hank. Yep. read, Read 44 also. So 44 to 46. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, picture of the Holy Spirit, by the way, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the parable of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine the pearls. What of heaven? What? The kingdom of heaven. Did I say something? You said parable of heaven. <laughs> I was looking. The, again, know, yeah. the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant. I was doing so well. You were. You were. Is, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who on finding one pearl of great value went and sold all that he had and bought it. Okay. All right. Pray. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just, again, thank you for this time where we can be in your word. We know that we never uh, come away uh, from your word unchanged. And we just pray that that anyone listening to the, to this podcast would, would feel the same, that they would feel your word in their lives, living and changing them as time goes on. So, Heavenly Father, we just pray that our thoughts and our words be pleasing to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
So both of these parables um, show us the value of the kingdom of heaven and the fact that um, really it is priceless. Um, as I was reading and studying um, that once somewhere I read said that the pearls in that day were equivalent to our diamonds. Mm-hmm. And so the, the um, pricelessness of it, the, the value of it, um, just as we would put on a diamond they have on pearls. Um, and so that was the significance of that. Um, we see that in, and then we can, maybe we can talk about this, that um, the, I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time seeing. Um, <laughs> my glasses aren't working for me. Um, <laughs> from that sitting on the floor today. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I've lost it. <laughs> the treasure hidden in a field was came upon accidentally. He didn't go out and start digging up the fields to find a treasure, but he was digging in the field and found a treasure. Um, and it, sort of the same thing with the pearl, though, the merchant was in search of the fine pearls. Mm-hmm. So sort of two different scenarios. One, they come up upon it accidentally, and one, they come um, seek, they go seeking for it. So um, just kind of thought maybe we could talk about how that correlates and relates to the kingdom of heaven and, and how people come to the kingdom of heaven. Well, I, th- I mean, here's the truth. You don't ever know when you're going to come, right. when you're going to find it. Right. Um, you know, I've had people, you've heard me say, you know, some people that um, I've had that you just see them week after week after week after week, and you can tell they're really being drawn. Mm-hmm. And then other guys <laughs> or ladies have just shown up, and I've had them literally walk down front and go, Preacher, I don't know what in the world I'm doing down here, um, but I felt like I had to move, and um, I, what do I need to do? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you got to just hit my Holy Spirit to my floor is what happened. Right. So, yes, it's true. It's the it's same, same thing. thing. Right. Absolutely. It absolutely happens that way. I mean, I know that I've been in events where, um, you know, that somebody just comes or somebody invites them. They don't really know what they're being invited to and um, and then ends up being a life-changing moment. So, um, Well, it happens in evangelism, too. Right, right. Like, you, sometimes you spend time with the person. Then other times, it's just like like with you with those two girls mm-hmm. in, in Brazil. You're just like, well, I'm just going to go over there. Yeah, right. And then, boom, they get... Yeah, you didn't know what they were going to do. You just know you're supposed to go talk. Right. And then, you know, so it's just a work of the Holy Spirit, Absolutely. ultimately. Absolutely. Um, so we talked We talked about the um, the cost of being in the kingdom of heaven um, The with the um, treasure that was hidden in a field. He went and sold all that he had, and we talked about that. Um, and the... The same thing with the pearl of great price. He went and sold all that he had so that he could buy it. He didn't say, well, I have this much I can spend on this mm. pearl. I, but he went and sold everything. And I, I think, I know that we talked about it a little last time, but I didn't know if maybe we wanted to talk about it a little bit more about how it requires all that we have. And we can't... Um, hold on we try (laughs) it doesn't work um we can't hold on to anything that we think that is important to us that's not a part of the kingdom of heaven and we have to be able be willing to let go of all of it and 
And I hear Dan go, I, right. <laughs> no, well, I'm And so that glad. willingness goes goes back to I swear to what we need to have a camera. <laughs> that willingness to, to, to give up everything for it goes back to what you had pointed out earlier. In this scenario, that merchant, he – he this isn't his first time looking for pearls i guarantee you so he knows how to find genuine value and how great that value is so it it goes to show that the way that you get to that point where where you're willing to give it up is when you realize the real value of the kingdom of heaven yeah that's a great point absolutely what amen <laughs> Oh, uh, see, he said he was going to sit I this know, one out, and now it, he's just trying to torture us. No, I'm not trying to torture you. I mean, you guys are making great points. I'm like, hey, I, I just think, I think the I think the overriding point of these two is until someone really comes to a recognition of the value of the kingdom mm-hmm. and the lack of value of ourselves, right? That's you know, in contrast to it, right? Um, or or the lack of value of anything in this world, yes. Because we will um, think that we have things in this world that are so much more important or so much more valuable, but they're not. No, I mean, we lay up treasures where moth and rust right. cannot destroy. Right. I don't, you know, you can buy a $100,000 Ferrari. I don't exactly know how much they cost. I'm just throwing a figure out there. Heck, a Chevy costs $100,000 <laughs> yeah, now. Thing, right? you know, <laughs> and you can wash it and wax it and do everything you want to. Yep. But as you drive it, bugs are going to hit it. Yeah. Rocks are going to fly and hit it. The, the rid off the road. And then the next thing you know, you get sideswiped. And I don't care how much you washed it and waxed it. That <laughs> car is trash. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I mean, seriously. Or you, you build yourself this immaculate home and a spark lights and it burns. It. There, there's just nothing of ultimate eternal value right. in this world. Or let's say, you know, you, you don't get sideswiped and you, and you have that car. You've still got that God-sized hole in your life that that can't be filled by that right. car. And and we see, and especially now we see it so often, we, we keep saying, well, why are, why are so many people depressed and why this, that, and the other? Because they don't have God in their lives. Yeah, yeah I think it know? ultimately resides there. And and even if they haven't heard the <laughs> word of God, which which says more about us as, as a church than it does about them as a person, if they haven't heard the word of God, they they just because they were made by God, they know something's missing. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, the Bible says He's put eternity in our hearts. Right. 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 Um, the other thing that. I was thinking about with these both of these parables is that the person, the one that finds the treasure and the one that finds the pearls, they had to take it. Mm, yeah. Um, and so, and we we might have talked about. I have a vague think. We did a little we bit. Talked about it a little bit, but I mean, we have to accept it. We have to take it. I do remember now that we talked about that. But um, Jesus is offering it to us to everybody. Yes. Not to. A certain group. Whosoever will come. Whosoever. Right. right. But we have to receive it. We have to take it. Um, he's not going to force it on us. He is not going to... Um, nobody's going to force it on us, but we have to be, be willing to take it and take it ourselves and not have... That's the only way we can have did, it. Did we talk last week about why people would reject it? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, what What do you guys think? I mean, who in their right mind, if this man, if you are in a field and you find this treasure and you're like, uh-oh, you know, I'm just going to turn my head and go the other way. 
wouldn't go back and buy the field if you could. Right. No one is there, all this pearl of great <laughs> price. Pearl, right? But so many people reject the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, part of it is they don't recognize that value. Yeah. Or else they're misplacing it onto those things that are going to rust and rot. Right. Right. Um, or they've put that value on the things of the world, the things that are going to rust and rot. And and so they don't want to let go of those things. Mm-hmm. Or they don't want to let go of themselves. And I really think I part of it next, is they yeah. don't want to let go of themselves. They want to have yep. ownership. Yep. And so they know... Um, and I, I have a couple people in mind that I think are, are right here, what, I, what I'm saying. They don't want to let go, and they know if they come to Jesus, there's things in their life they have to change, and mm-hmm. they refuse to change it. Yep. That's a sad con- – you're going to give they're, up? They're in that middle trying to bridge the new creation of the old self, and, and they, they can't hold on to both. I actually they're did have a conversation go. with a, a girl at one of the schools about that very thing, and that, well, if I say yes to Jesus, does that mean I have to – change things that i do in well <laughs> quite possibly i don't know what you're yeah. talking about but quite, but if you're you know, asking there's a good chance <laughs> yeah <laughs> no if you're asking the holy spirit's already prodding yeah. you about yeah. the things in your right. life that are right. not yeah. good right but yeah we had that we had a conversation <laughs> but we, about that but the the ones that say that they are still looking at it through the lens of an unsaved person yes mm-hmm. right the the um the unspiritual, because I can't think of the wording that it uses. The natural man. Natural man, thank it's you. Foolishness. The natural thinks it's foolishness. Mm-hmm. And can the natural cannot understand the spiritual. Yes, yes. So when, when that person, they tell me, like, I just don't think I do it. And I'm always going, you're looking at it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I said, I know this is where faith really does come in. Mm-hmm. You have to step and receive it, and then you'll get it. Yes, right. You it, Remember what I said? Faith, I talked about this last, the other Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Faith comes before believing. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But in the natural world, you say, no, 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 give me belief, right. and then I'll have faith mm-hmm. in it. Right. No, well, the spiritual well, that's world. That's not faith then. No. You know. But, yeah, it's not. You know. Yeah. But in the spiritual world, it is totally, you have to have faith first, and then belief comes. Right. I think it's really shortly after that. But you begin to see stuff that you mm-hmm. never knew. Right, right. I mean, how many people have you ever heard say, I never knew that was in the Bible? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Reading. Yeah. I love it when new believers yeah. really get get a, a drink from the spout where the glory comes out. And again, just <laughs> just eating up, man, the Bible. And they go, I never knew that was in the Bible. Why didn't somebody tell me? And I'm going, I told you 14 Try. times, <laughs> but you couldn't hear it because, because you didn't have the spiritual nature. You had the natural man. Yeah. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what yep. the Spirit says. Right. He didn't have it. Right. What did Jesus say? He goes, They'll go on hearing, but they won't hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. They'll go on seeing, but they'll never perceive. Mm-hmm. You know, he put it very much more eloquently than I. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but, and, and it goes back to that foolishness you were talking about. You know, when, when they're asking, you know, can, do, I, do I have to stop doing this? Once they're on the other side and they're, they're, they've got the Holy Spirit guiding them, they see what they're really asking is, can I still hold on to this, this filth, this useless stuff? Yeah. At the time, it seemed so important, like we were talking about this, this, Treasure, you know, they're they're misidentifying where the treasure is, and really, what they're asking is, can I can I remain a slave to these things, please? And that's yeah. if if we said, hey, do you want to remain a slave? They'd be like, of course not. But that's that's what they're asking for. Yeah. You know, it's it's so crazy. Once you're on the other side of that, to look back and say, why was I holding on so tight? Right. Right. Um. I, How much more time? I mean, we got to be close. We got a good three minutes. I, I, mean, I we knew got, we were close. <laughs> I'm like we. I spent 15 minutes on the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry. That's okay. I have a small thing that I know, Good. and I, I don't I know if I don't know if I'm right on this or not. So you guys just jump I'll in. tell you if you're wrong. Um, <laughs> no, it's just in love. <laughs> I, I appreciate that you tacked that on there. The, the um, no, but the, then you know when he finds it there in both cases, there has to be a, a response or a reaction. He goes, he went. You can't stay in the same place you were at after you discover this treasure. You have to go. Or else, what's what's the point of it? If you said, "Hey, there it is. I know where it's at now. I'm just going to go about my life." Well, it goes back to the receiving yeah. of it. You got to yeah. accept it. Right. So right. they yeah. did that. They yep. they found it, and they realized that's more important than anything else in this world. And that's the overriding concept, I believe, of this of these two parables. The kingdom of heaven is more valuable than anything you possibly could ever have on earth. Mm-hmm. And that's my big thought. Right. Oh. Oh. Oh, we right. just slid right into <laughs> big thoughts here. All right. Shoot. I know that was a nice little segue there. <laughs> you said we had three minutes left. Me left me completely unprepared. Right. So, and I, so I would say that it does, it will cost everything that you have, mm-hmm. and you do have to be willing to pay the cost. And and it might be, um, it might even be a daily. And we, I know we talked about this last time too, but it it has come to my head again that. The daily asking, are you going to follow me? Or do you want to leave also from um, Luke? (laughs) Um, But it may be a daily thing where we have to say, I need to say no to this so that I can say yes to Jesus. Um, I need to get rid of this in my life so that I can have more of Jesus. Um, And so there is the initial ultimate decision, but in our daily lives, we have to make those decisions every day. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes every moment. I would tack one thing on, mm-hmm. and I'm getting better about interrupting. Because <laughs> when you were saying that, I just want to say, but it'll be worth it. But absolutely. We have to not look at things with our eyes here on earth. Right. And I think the more that you understand that, the more that you understand the value of the kingdom and the fact that it will be worth it, yeah. the easier it is to say. Yeah, you have to be to heaven something. and eternity focused, yeah. and it yeah. will be worth it. You right. you may not have anything good, right. quote unquote, mm-hmm. here on the earth. According to this world, yeah. But it'll be worth it if you know Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It will be worth it. Because the, suff- the things that we are suffering now are nothing compared to the eternal weight Come of on, glory girl. that we will have when we get into heaven. You know, that's my anchor chapter, <laughs> Romans chapter 8. Oh yeah, my big thought. No, I'm just I'm gonna piggyback off off of yours. You always piggybacking. I do. That's why I always want her to go first. <laughs> so you're like, what can I steal? No, the uh, no. It, I just want uh, just a reminder that this this doesn't just apply to new believers or people who who are just coming to that decision. Don't get so accustomed to hearing. Oh yeah, God is great. God is great. That you really forget to recognize how great and, and majestic he is. And and every day there's something new to be discovered uh, about his majesty and power. So don't, don't forget how great that treasure is. If you're a believer, you know, a, a more mature believer, it can be easy to just kind of go through the motions. Absolutely. Never forget to be wowed by God. Yep, absolutely. 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 I, I got something I want to just tell you guys. This, is, this was so great, man. I th- where was it at? Uh, I could get on him. It was it was hilarious, man. It was so good though. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Because I know I'm gonna mess it up if I try to say it myself. 
um, guy that I follow on Twitter, it might have been on Instagram, he had <laughs> some guy was preaching and he broke down all of Paul's epistles into like five sentences. <laughs> grace was the first word because he starts at grace and peace, grace mm-hmm. and truth. I'm Paul. <laughs> Sin is bad. Live for Jesus. Say hey, Timothy. <laughs> it was something like that. It was it was so good. It was like that's, that's awesome, that man. Is, that is. You know, he's good like when you really break down Paul. I mean, here's something he put, man. So <laughs> that was for you, smooth by. <laughs> I, I was trying to find it, I couldn't find it, but that was so oh, cool. Yeah. Will you pray for us? I think we well we all did our big thought. Okay, I would love to pray for us. Thanks. Is that okay? Pray now. Yeah. Okay. Let's pray, y'all. Father God, what encouragement and joy these times are. Lord, anytime we stop and open your word, and Lord, we let it do what it is sent out to do. You tell us in Scripture that it will never return void, and God, we're so thankful for that. We're so thankful that sitting here in Chatham, Virginia, your word could go to Brazil, Bolivia, Burma, wherever, Spain, Ecuador, Israel, and still have effectiveness. Mm-hmm. God, we we want nothing, but we want you to be glorified. And we ask that your word would do that, and it would change lives. Uh, Lord, we're not perfect, um, but we try to be biblical. And so, God, would you bless that and, and bless the listeners and draw the listeners into a more deeper walk and relationship with you? And um, we're going to honor you, Father God. And we love you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm Hank Meadows. I'm pastor of Mary Baptist Church. I got my peeps with me. I got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. I got my main man, Jelly Bean, a.k.a. Corn Dog, <laughs> <laughs> over there. Hey, bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.